Alright legends, welcome along to a brand new episode of Hellmouth Hotline I'm your host Rodney Stewart, we're getting into Buffy the Vampire Slayer in this episode This is Season 3, Episode 7, Revelations And a tasty, tasty little episode And uh, just before we get into it, I just want to remind you to go over and check out CoinsEdgeMedia.com That is my uh, overall brand for the stuff that I'm doing and uh, there's everything over there from not just this podcast, but you've got a, a science fiction podcast, Skim Me Up Body. You have the Here's Your Otters Vlogs and Reviews podcast, which is pretty much damn everything that I do on YouTube will end up there. If it works in an audible form, it'll end up in that podcast. So you've got the two YouTube channels as well, vlogging channel, Here's Your Otters Vlogs and our review channel. Here's Rodder's reviews, and there are a few independent short films, zero budget short films that I did over there as well. So there's all that sort of stuff for you to check out. Um, so if you're into YouTube podcasting and they film, there's something there for you. And uh, yes, I would really appreciate it. And if you fancy telling me that I suck in a major, major way, you can do it on this podcast through the the email. Uh, Hellmouth Hotline at gmail.com. So let's get into this little chat about Buffy the Vampire Slayer Revelations. Alright, so this one here was one that I had almost totally forgotten about, and uh, it's been a long time since I actually watched the entire run of Buffy from season one right the way through uh i've probably only ever done it twice in total but at this point it's probably been about gosh probably more than 10 years since someone threw it but since we're running this podcast now getting into it and really getting caught up again for me uh just thinking back on it in the original run of it i was in a big bad way through season one Season 2 was absolutely fantastic in Buffy and in all fairness in the original run of the show this is where I kind of dropped out at in Season 3 so it was a lot of years later when I actually got caught up on absolutely everything. So in this episode, uh, Revelations, it is pretty much the a big secret that's going to come out in this episode and uh, I was thinking it was the whole Xander and Willow thing because there's a big part of that at the beginning of the episode as well we get a a new watcher for fifth in this episode Gwendolyn Post she arrives she's British like Giles she's rude confident looks down on all the Scoobies especially Giles she's giving him a really hard time uh, you know she's lording it over him essentially uh, she warns him that there's a demon Lagos that's coming to Sunnydale <laughs> and he's looking for the glove of Manachan. Manachan. Oh, that sounded very Irish when I said that. Manachan. Uh, it's a powerful gauntlet, essentially. Uh, while everybody's doing research, Xander and Willow kiss for the second time. She really goes to town on him in this one. And... You know, for me, watching this episode now, uh, thinking back on it, back in the day, whenever this episode came out, I was 
going through a certain few things in my own personal life where I was kind of in the receiving end of uh, uh, a relationship going south and uh, I was the one that was in the dark about some things happening so watching this back now and even back then I was just kind of like New Zander and Willow I hope they get shafted in a major major way because of what they're doing and I do believe that happens in a couple of episodes time from this one but it's not them that get out of it in this episode uh, Zander decides okay he wants to get out of there they're doing all this research and uh, Giles eventually finds what he's looking for and uh, Xander decides, okay, I'll go and check out where this glove is at. And uh, he gets there. It's more or less just to get out, out of the way of the, the whole guilty feeling that he has for what he's doing with Willow and whatnot. Uh, she hangs about there to do a bit more research or whatever. But when he gets there to this crypt where it's kept at, uh, he's distracted when he sees Angel and he's got no idea at this point that Angel has returned Buffy's been keeping him a secret of course I'm really really cutting through a lot of the stuff in this episode there's a lot of stuff happens there's a lot of uh, back and forth between Buffy and Angel they're dangerously close to slipping back into the old ways again of getting romantically involved and we know what happened in season 2 once they uh, bumped uglies, he turned evil again. So that's something that Buffy's worried about in this episode. I'm sure Angel is as well. But, uh, you know, whenever your your hormones are really controlling your actions, it's, it's hard to back down from that sort of thing. We've all flipping been there. Xander sees Angel anyway and he follow, follows him back to the mansion and uh, he's hoping to kill him himself but when he gets there he sees Angel and Buffy kissing uh, but when he disappears of course Buffy comes to their senses pushes him away and you know, we can't do this sort of thing but uh, Angel's like I've got something here that you, I think you're looking for and he shows Buffy that he's recovered the glove <clears throat> Back at the library as Giles is meeting with Gwendolyn. Uh, sorry, not back at the library. Back at Giles's house. Uh, I'm and Gwendolyn post this new watcher. Are having a meeting. And Xander. Now, she is voicing her concerns about the way that he's training Buffy. And how much freedom she has and whatnot. And, you know, she, can he really keep her under control? And he's trying his best to reassure that you know, Buffy is well adjusted. She knows what she's doing. She's young, you know, she can be a little bit uh, reckless here and there. But overall, she's a great slayer. And, you know, you couldn't ask for better, more or less. And at that point, Xander bursts through the door and uh, tells him about Angel. We've got a problem. So Buffy. So Gwendolyn does not overhear the conversation, but knows that they're keeping something from her. Uh, the next morning... The gang are waiting for Buffy in the library. They're going to have an intervention with her. Uh, both Xander and Cordelia are openly hostile about Angel. Uh, there's no secret there as far as Xander goes. Uh, at the end of season two, whenever uh, they were trying to re Angel, 
he was sent to warn Buffy that they were trying to spell, but whenever he got there, he, he let his own hatred for the man get the better of him, and he's just like, you know, instead of telling her, we're trying to put the soul back in his body, instead of telling her that there, he just says, kick his ass. So, him and Cordelia both absolutely hit the man. Uh, and, uh, that's, I'm, I'm kind of curious to rewatch this series now, because I'm that far out of it. Uh, as if you know the series and the spin-off show Angel uh, Cordelia ends up working with Angel and the spin-off series so uh, yes and that's only at the end of this season if memory serves Angel leaves Sunnydale and then we pick up and uh, the season 1 of Angel Runs side by side with season four of Buffy. If, if memory serves, like I'm hope that's right. I think I'm right, and I'll be uh, pissed as a fart if I'm wrong. Uh, yes, Xander Cordelia, openly hostile. Uh, they see him as a serious threat. Uh, they're unable to separate him from the, the recent misdeeds of Angelus. Well, it was last year. And advises caution, partially motivated by guilt about her own private romance with Xander. So, you know, she doesn't really want to go to town in Buffy too badly because she knows that she could be on the other foot and very, very soon. Uh, Buffy tells him, you know, it's okay. I don't know exactly why he returned, but he's he's okay now. He's got a soul back. But there, like, he's a, he's a killer. You know, he just he deserves to be dead once again. But uh, Buffy tells him Angel's found this glove and that they're going to destroy it. Giles ultimately comes to Buffy's defence in front of the gang, but in private scolds her for not telling him about Angel's return. And he's like, you've got no respect for me, the job that I do or anything. And he turns his back on her. Now, of course, we know in season two, Angelus abducted Giles, tortured him, tormented him after killing the woman that he was in love with. So, uh, you know, uh, Giles has got a lot to hit Angel for. And that's some really good story building within this here episode as well. Uh, Gwendolyn Post, you know, she's been working on Faith the whole way through this episode, getting her to trust her and whatnot. And, uh, you know, that really works well in the her plan coming up towards the end of the episode. She goes to visit Faith at the motel where she stays at, and she mentions that Giles was having a secret meeting with Buffy and her friends. You know, really making, you know, Faith already feels like the outsider with these guys and uh, Gwendolyn is really really making this worse for in this episode uh, the angry Faith ends up at a bar uh, Xander's there playing pool and he tells her that Angel's alive and he's got the glove uh, adding that Buffy knew about Angel's resurrection and the possession of the glove but tried to keep it a secret uh, the two nurse their grudges together and Faith decides to slay Angel and Sander volunteers to accompany her. Uh, Jay's back in the library. He's with Gwendolyn again. Uh, he tells her where the love is at and that a friend of Buffy's has it. Uh, 
and he wants to discuss destroying it with her, but when he turns his back, you know, I seen this coming about 10 or 15 minutes before it actually happened. Uh, there was something just off with this woman the whole way through the episode. And uh, Giles has got a plan for destroying this glove. But when he turns his back to get his notes, Gwendolyn bludgeons him, knocking him out. Xander returns with Faith to get weapons from the lockers and the library, but finds Giles unconscious and you know, gravely injured like the man, uh, you know, if he doesn't get medical help soon, he's going to die. Uh, Xander calls an ambulance and Fifth assumes that Angel attacked Giles, but Xander, in all fairness to Xander, in this episode, as much as he hates Angel, he thinks it is unlikely because there's no bite marks on him. You know, he's, he's like, you know, this isn't Angel's style, really. Uh, Fifth leaves to hunt down Angel and Xander tells Buffy about Fifth's, Fifth's goal. Uh, Gwendolyn shows up at the mansion first before anybody else. And uh, the thing that caught me off guard in this episode, and it, maybe a slight bit of a plot hole in it, was she turned up. Of course, Angel has no idea who she is. Uh, she introduces herself and says that Giles had sent her to get the love. Now Angel falls for this in this episode, and I was kind of thinking he was calling her bluff slightly, but he turns his back on her, and uh, you know she tries to kill him. Basically, hits him as hard as she can with a, like an axe or some shit, and uh, he gets up. And uh, vampire form, but that one little moment there where she was like, "You, Giles sent me." The angel obviously knows what he did to Giles in season two, and as far as he's concerned, Giles or any of these people don't know that he's alive again, or he's been resurrected or brought back from hell. So the fact that he just so easily took her at face value, he just seemed a little bit off. And as I say, when he was turning his back on her, I thought maybe he was calling her bluff, but he didn't, and uh, got a chop in the back of the head for his trouble. Um, she doesn't know that he's a vampire, uh, but he gets up, of course, in vampire form. And uh, this is the part of the episode where the, the story building and the previous part of the ser of the episode, sorry, as Gwendolyn was bonding with Faith. Of course, Faith uh, didn't want a new watcher because her last watcher got killed because she wasn't strong enough to protect her. So whenever she turns up, thinking Angel's evil to fight him, and the first thing she sees when she walks through the door is Angel fighting with her new watcher. As far as she's concerned, this woman's, you know, above board. There's nothing wrong here. Uh, she turns up, sees this, and uh, she starts fifth attacks Angel. And she assumes Angel's after the glove and attacks him. And just as she's going for the the kill with Angel with the stake, uh, Buffy pops up and stops her. Uh, but Gwendolyn tells Faith to attack Buffy 
you know, she's blinded by love, she doesn't know what she's doing, you need to stop her. So the two slayers go toe-to-toe at the end of this episode. Now, there's a nice little mirror to the opening of the, the episode before everything happened. The, the, a lot of the episodes turn it, like, start off of the, the slayer and the graveyard killing the vampire. Then we get into the story. At the beginning of this episode, we've got both... Buffy and Faith fighting two vampires and the fight even though they're they're fighting two vampires separately they're kind of mirroring each other's uh, movements and whatnot and uh, they actually kill the vampires at the exact same moment and it's like they make a joke about you know synchronised slaying you know it could be a new Olympic sport sort of of a deal so that was a nice little foreshadowing to the, the two slayers having to go toe-to-toe at the end of this episode and the fact that they're so evenly matched really, really shows in the fight at the end of this episode. So while they're fighting, uh, Gwendolyn successfully distracting the slayers and enlisting the help of Xander and Willow, uh, Gwendolyn puts on the glove and tests his power to manipulate lightning, essentially, that's what this does, you can call down lightning bolts and fire them. The thing about the glove is, once you put it on, you can't take it off. It's this big steel glove and it goes about halfway up your forearm and it's got all these uh, like claws on it. When you put your hand at it, the claws clamp onto your forearm, so you basically, you know, you put this thing on, it's not coming back off again. And, uh... Yes, so she starts calling down lightning and firing it all around the place. The gang now realise who the real enemy is, unite to try and fight against her. Uh, Angel saves Willow from a lightning bolt attack. Uh, Fifth draws the fire, which allows Buffy to, uh, you know, I think Gwendolyn said something like, you know, this glove's part of me now, it's never coming off, blah, 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 big, you know. The big baddie speech, and Buffy's like, I kind of fought that, and she lifts this big lump of glass and fires it across the room and it chops the arm off Gwendolyn, and uh, that leads to uh, a lightning bolt coming down and absolutely destroying her, incinerating her, nothing left there whatsoever. Um, at the end of the episode, Buffy and her friends were pretty much reconciled. And they're willing to forgive Angel for everything. So, uh, you know, it's it's not going to be that easy. I don't think, you know, the, like the, the Scooby gang, as far as the, the kids go on it, uh, you know, they've patched up their differences. And they'll try and get on with Angel or give him a chance, at least for Buffy's sake. But, uh, you know, whenever it comes to, the, like, uh, Giles, you know, it's... Uh, Angel's got a big, bad journey ahead of him to try and make up for everything that he did to Giles. Uh, we've also found out at the end of the episode that uh, Gwendolyn was indeed a watcher, but she was kicked out of the Watcher's Council uh, after messing about with dark magics. Uh, Buffy tries to reason with Faith at the end of the episode, and um, she kind of gets brushed off by Faith, who's uh, pretty much too traumatised by post-betrayal to uh, trust anyone this new this new 
so-called watcher come in and hit her in the the sore spot and uh, pretty much just destroyed her trust completely in this episode so you know Buffy's trying her hardest to make amends for everything that happened telling me you know I know you're having trouble trusting people but you know you can trust me and uh Faith is more or less, you know, I can just, the only person I can trust is myself. And uh, she sends Buffy out of the, the hotel room, but for a second she's like, she calls Buffy back. And Buffy's like, you know, yes, you know, with a hopeful smile that they're maybe going to make amends. But uh, Faith is just like nothing. And that's it. Buffy leaves. The episode closes out. This was. Great, great storytelling, and uh, I absolutely love this show. It's got a massive cult following. Now I know, in recent months, uh, there's been a lot of stuff happening behind this. Well, I was going to say behind the scenes, but it's not behind the scenes. The show has been finished and done for a heck of a long time now, but. Uh, Josh Whedon, who is the, the the guy that was behind the show, has messed up in a big bad way. And I was actually playing about with the idea of doing a, a podcast about that subject on its own. But I decided, no, I'll just cover it slightly here at the end of this year. Like everything that's come out about what's happened with him during not just Buffy, but... In particular, uh, Justice League, uh, a lot of stuff has come out and it's made him look really, really bad. But I'm going to tell you something now from sheer experience right here. Uh, producers tend to be complete assholes when it comes to the the control freak side. It's, it's just, it is... What it is, I'm not trying to excuse anything that the man done, but uh, this they all get too high in their own supply. Like even people new to the game, I've seen it countless times, and the the few small projects that I've worked on, there's always one dickhead somewhere along the line that goes in a power trip that and they think that they can do and treat people any way they want. It's it's insane. Uh, as far as uh, as the career for Whedon moving forward at the moment, I don't I don't know if the man will ever work the way he worked again or the way he worked back in the day. I don't think he'll ever work to that standard again. I just I think he's destroyed too much trust in the industry. But you know, you never know what's going to happen. Five or ten years down the line, there's a lot of cancel cultures coming after everybody. But you know everything that's come out about him, there's no excuse for it. Absolutely zero excuse for it, and uh, that's kind of where my mindset is on it. But uh, as far as the show itself goes, you know it's it's fantastic, and uh, God love anybody that went through some hard times in the show just because of. This guy been, you know, I'm not a hundred percent on his background, but 
to the best of my knowledge, this is Whedon was the sort of guy that was born into this sort of thing and feels that the the planet owes him something, and uh, there's nobody like me sort of deal. And then of course you know uh, with the success of Buffy back in the day and the the celebrity he got, you know, the people were essentially worshiping worshiping him at one stage and it was just uh the power went straight to his head and uh you know it's it's crazy you know people think that they can you know people get into this line of work hoping for that bit of success and that little bit of fame but you know can they actually handle it when it happens i i genuinely believe very few people have what it takes to genuinely do what you know, do the right thing when it comes to uh, fame and that. There, it's it can corrupt, and it seems to have corrupted him in a major way. But uh, that's as far as I'm going to go with it, you know. And but uh, the series Buffy the Vampire Slayer, absolutely fantastic. So we're not we're just going to continue on with the series. We're not going to bring up any of that stuff again. We're going to enjoy the show for what it is and. Uh, Give it a little bit of love, you know, one or two days a week. Uh, well, when I say two, two days a week, we'll be doing Buffy. <laughs> we'll be doing Buffy. We'll be doing podcasts on Buffy the Vampire Slayer on Mondays. We're going to get into horror movies and that on a Friday. And I'm keeping Wednesday open right now for the, the Angel spin-off. So whenever that happens, we'll go side by side, kind of like the way the shows did back in the day. Whenever they were being aired, as I said before, you know, the the Buffy series and the Angel series coincided with each other and crossed over a few times. So we'll be doing that as well. So uh, that means I'm going to have to be very very strict with myself and make sure I'm uploading as regular as possible anyway guys that's going to do it for this episode hope you enjoyed it and once again check out coinsagemedia.com for all the nonsense that I do beyond this and uh, again if you detest my face and you want to tell me how bad I am at the stuff that I do and I know there's a few people out there that are just dying to do it dying to do it uh, feel free I need some more practice and uh, getting the the tough outer shell built back up again after the last few months. Uh, so, if you want to do that for me, the email is hellmouthhotline at gmail.com. Guys, stay safe, and I will talk to you in the next episode. This has been a production of Coins Age Media. Thank you so much for listening. 